Ah, so, you like my thunder wave, do you? Well, too bad those strange icicles did not like it too much themselves, eh? <laughs> ah, the weather was cold. Frightful, you might say. And the wilderness was no delightful. I was feeling down to the brink of exhaustion. That was the last fight I had in me facing those three evil creatures. Of course, Rory and Stone Cold did okay. I suppose I.S. and Lumen, they gotten a few shots. Oh, yeah, um, I.S. did find Lumen. I, I guess that's important for him, I suppose. Uh, but, thanks to me, the Vatican armies were safe from these undead blue-eyed sorts. Oh, ha, and, let us not forget, Telnius, all the way south in Morgil, had, without lifting his hammer hand, secured the settlement for the Vatican people. Galen could no disobey the command of his bishop, could he? <laughs> so, Telly and Alana were fixing to fly back to Avondale and report their success to Queen Rena. As for us, still traveling through the winter-ridden forest of Elgrahim, we needed to make it to Cardendale before any of us became infected. ISU have just defeated this ice creature, what was once humanoid, totally transformed, strange, elongated limbs. And Lumen is before you. She looks down at the body and looks back to you. And she says, can you, can you keep watch just for a second? Yeah, absolutely. What are these things? That's what I'm uh, going to look to find oh, out. Yeah. Go ahead. She does a quick investigation of the body. She turns it over and it kind of like landed on its side. On it, there's fabrics torn. And as you're kind of scanning around, you look down and she's holding this up. She takes a closer look at the face as well. And she kind of starts piecing things together. She says, oh my God, this, this was Raj. One of the gray cloaks. What? Look, this fabric on the back is one of our gray cloaks oh my god what happened to him last we knew he had perished he had he had been killed uh we had found him on the route from the river to cardendale he was the body that we had found that had been bitten or or no way by the ogre so that ogre did this then I th they would have buried him, right? I would have figured the same thing, but I don't remember us collecting the body. We had taken it back. I remember I was in charge of his body. That means this is happening a lot more. Oh, God. This has been happening for a long time, then. Some of the soldiers back in Cardendale, after running into these creatures, we've seen some not like this. 
not like this. Right. Some of them have been, you know, getting ill. And we have some of the, the uh, Jarl Vega. Do you, do you remember him? I absolutely do, yes. He, had this, uh, he has this balm there at, that, that could treat it. But not everyone would get treated fast enough, and they would usually... What can we do to help him make more of this stuff? I, ha- I have no clue. It was a lot of... Uh, it was just being translated back to me through uh, some of the great... Okay. You said you were here with, with Rory and, yes, and some Rory other and folks. Yes, Rory and Austin are back at the camp, and so is Kalun. Telnius had to go to Morgil. We need to get back to the camp. How well, let's many... grab them. It doesn't sound like we can camp out much longer. We need to make haste towards Cardendale. You grab the elk, I'll grab the body. Absolutely. You guys grab those things, and Lumen actually has a horse with her about 30 paces away. Let me ask you this, Lumen. That thing came to life already once before. Are we sure it's dead now? As far as I can tell. Um, give me an investigation check real quick, or a survival. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Even just a general scan of the body will see that after it's died, similar to the ogre that you had defeated in Cardendale, a lot of that ice magic seems to have depleted from the body. More of the realistic features of the person begin to come back after it has been downed or killed. Well, let's hurry up. We need to go get the others. Back at the camp... Roy, you had just realized that your wound was becoming colder and resembling this Varican woman. She's able to get aid and be at least stabilized. Kowloon and Jane Austen were back a little bit further at your guys' fire. What, what do you want to do at the moment? So from the wound that I've sustained, am I feeling, I, I feel cold, but it's cold outside. So do I feel like something's really wrong? Or do I, does it just feel cold? Give me a constitution save. Uh, 24. You're able to get a check on your body. You can sense there's something strange, but nothing happening quickly. Okay. So I just kind of think like, eh, I'm sure, I'm sure there's nothing all that serious. So I kind of, uh, there's one of these dead things in the camp, right? Oh yeah. Quite so, a few. Uh, there's kind of bits and body parts from what Kowloon had done a little bit in, back into the forest. Okay. So I walk over to one. I'm like, hey, Kowloon, come check this out with me. And I kind of just like kick it with my All foot, right. like nudge it over, trying to examine like what this thing is. I've never seen it before. Oh, hey, this is like that thing uh, that I beat over there on the other side of the camp. Yeah. Uh, How me many and, other? Me and Stone fought a couple of these things too. I, do you know what these things are? I have no idea. No. Well, well let's examine it. See if like, there's anything we can see. Their bites feel like somebody's stabbing me with icicles, though. You feel that, too? Yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of cold, but, I mean, it's cold out, so who knows, but... Yeah, you know, it's always cold here. It's I'm, fine. I'm sure we'll shrug it off, but let's look this thing over, see if we can find out anything interesting. Yeah, give me uh, survival checks. 19. One, but not a nat one. <laughs> gotcha, Roy. I mean, you're in that second level of exhaustion, Colleen, yeah. so... It's almost. Oh, should I take disadvantage? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you already rolled a one, so I mean, <laughs> you ended up getting a seven, a two. 20. Oh, a twenty. <laughs> oh, that twenty oh, on the shoot. second one. No, <laughs> you're able to kind of 
gather the same things. The pale face and the purple veins begin to kind of diminish. The blue fades from the entire eye and more human features come on. And you see that color comes back to the hair as well. Some of these begin to resemble Varrican soldiers. Oh, so it's transforming in front of my eyes. Oh. Yeah, slowly. Okay. But at this point, the amount of time that's gone from Kowloon defeating them, you see some of the group of them here looks to be some Varrican soldiers. Hey, Berserker Uba, get over here. <sighs> he was over amongst the other Varrican soldier who had gone down. He makes his way over to you. Yes. Hey, do you recognize this person? This, these are the things that attacked us, but they look like Varricans, don't they? <sighs> he strokes his beard and he's bald head and he's probably closer to seven foot feet tall so literally standing in his shadow of the fire he bends down and he begins to look them over and these are our people what what is wrong with their bodies uh we were hoping you would know i do not these look more like the folks from algrahim not, uh, uh, not sure have you ever if I recognize him. Have you ever seen somebody with, like, this kind of an affliction before? I have not. Mm-hmm. This any, does worry me. Heard any stories or anything? All I can guess is the type of frost magic that we have come across that is infecting your friend who is deeper in the forest. I don't... Could be in- something related. Infecting our friend deeper in the forest? The white hair, friend, did you? Oh, have, I see what you're saying. Is the blue in his eyes look similar to these ones here? Do you have? Is there like a lorist or a scholar traveling with us? We are all warriors here. Uh. Oh man. Uh, Finn might know, but he is back in Avondale. He is known with the myths. Well, I feel like I mean we can't just because it's still nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. So. We can't just stay here. We got to keep moving. There could be more of these. You things. guys hear a Varrican person shouting out, "This one too!" And you guys look back. You see Jane Austen has actually fallen. <gasps> Stone! I run over. I go into a rage. So I dash over as quickly as I can. Like I burn a rage thing. Just I imagine to get you over like as quickly as I can catch her as she's falling. Uh, I imagine you like running through Uba's like legs yeah. or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, you get there quickly, catch her as she's falling down she's kind of convulsing not able to get out any words her last action was to literally crack the skull open and use her bare hands to destroy the brains and the innards of this creature burrow and, and Uger goes my hands <laughs> <laughs> that rascally bear you see some of the shards of skull have produced cuts on her hands it looks as if it is infecting her through those wounds am i able am i able to discern that she's getting infected because of what she touched i mean that's it's pretty clear that's pretty clear like she's holding her hands and even if you put your hand close to them you can tell there's like a coldness there to them that is far more sinister far deeper than like even the ones from your bites i start pulling her towards the fire to warm her up and i just shout to the camp in general nobody touch those creatures you look what's happening to her. She's turning into a monster. She's getting infected. Yeah. Uh, do you have a healer at least? Um, 
yeah, they had just finished on the other, uh, the other warrior. Like you can tell, right. Uba's like. So I run kind of freaking the out. Healer while, yeah. So you get the healer. Yes. Uh, they come back. They start wrapping the wounds. They start applying healing balms to her hands, but she's slowly falling unconscious. Healing balms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Sorry. used them in Avondale. Okay. Kaloon, give me a Constitution save as well, because you were also bitten. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a main character. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, that's going to be a nat one. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. You do what you need to do. You fall unconscious. Oh, my gosh. Rory goes over and grabs Kowloon and pulls him close to the fire as well. Like, it's like literally as soon as you're done pulling Austin over to the fire, you just hear a poof. I go grab him. I pull him closer to the fire. I shout to the healer like, you got to do what you can for these guys. I look at Uba. Yeah. The mm -hmm. berserker. And I'm like, look, get this camp ready to move. We can't stay here. I got to go find Ayas. And so I like book it off into the forest to try and find Ayas. Telling us it's the next morning. You were able to get a warm bed in Morgill. <laughs> you just wake up. You have a nice big breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> eggs and potatoes. I'm like, Some... oh, oh, really? I'm just, I'm not a huge potato fan. <laughs> I just, I, I scoot them to the side, but I, I totally dig the bacon. And nice. Eggs. Yeah. Like, Can you get them to turn the heat down in yeah. my room? It's toasty. <laughs> it's kind of warm. <laughs> Turns out that woman who was holding the the fish and you scared her. Yeah, yeah. She was the innkeeper, and she's like cooking you fish you guys are best friends now. yeah right um and she's like okay i'll cook you whatever <laughs> and so um I you guys have voice, a voice <laughs> okay i'll cook you whatever you need to bring her back with you yeah <laughs> won't fit on um the pair alexis yeah, yeah unfortunately so you and alana prepare to travel back to avondale you say your goodbyes hang on tight once more and whoosh so you alana on top of Alexis, the Periton begin heading back toward Avondale. It's quite a few hours. You finally make it back to Avondale and you're, you're soaring over. You see this war-torn zone and you see more of the Varrican populating the residential areas. You see them interacting more with the Trelinder folks that are there, but you're heading more towards the Castle Keep, that kind of courtyard market square that's in front where most of the battle was fought. So you land there you see just like a few of the soldiers out patrolling yeah. the castle keep there. I don't even talk to them. My goal at this point is to get to whoever in authority I can communicate to them that Galen is on our side and get to Cardendale because mm -hmm. I know that's where my boys are. So, And it's been too long. Perfect. I mean, at this point, I feel like I've made a name for myself and people know who I am. So I put my hammer up when I walk through doors. And if they try and stop me, I just try and walk through. I imagine like the Peritons almost about to land and you just hop off and kind of like at a run walk yeah. are heading toward the castle keep. Absolutely. And there's some like electric guitar playing yep. behind you. <laughs> As you make your way into... <laughs> <laughs> I come from the land of ice and snow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to the land. Yeah. Hammer of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, what a great we'll song ships to New yeah. lands. Fight the hordes. Sing and cry. cry. Uh, uh, la, la, la. I am coming. <laughs> 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 Pressing on, we only go where there's a western shore. 
Man, so you guys, we come up song. with great songs yeah. off so, the top of our heads. It's you so got nuts. you walk into the castle keep and Raina's got a phonograph going and she's got headphones in yeah. and you can hear lightly like they're too loud and yeah. you can hear lightly. I smash it. You just walk up and smash the phonograph. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Is that real? Does she have that technology? Yes. She's like, yeah, this was brand new technology. What did you do? What are you doing? Okay, okay, so you, you I have I, I come with uh, good news. And she uh, quickly turns around. She was working on some <laughs> some sweet new licks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Telnius, welcome back. You are you are safe. Yes. What news do you bring? Yes. Um so I just arrived, uh went to speak with Galen and well. I told him the situation and, and what happened, and he is sympathetic to our cause. Um, he has told us that um, because of Thesla's authority as the bishop of, of, of the Church of Thesla, that he will abide by our peace treaties. <laughs> Holy skeeta, it worked? I couldn't believe it either. I, I mean, you should have seen how fucking awkward I was. Like, it was really bad. <laughs> I really imagined that. Uh, I've been observing you for the yeah. past six months, and you are very strange to talk to. Yeah, I know. I am. I couldn't believe it either. It was, I mean, clearly there's a god, right? <laughs> Praise Tesla. <laughs> yes. He has brought us this uh, this peace. I am, I am happy for it. And she puts out a hand. To shake your hand. And I put, oh, out, your my, le- oh, well, okay. I put out my left hand. Okay, yeah. I grab it and curtsy. Nice. That's just going to be my thing now. I love it. <laughs> left hand curtsy. <laughs> you have done very well. I hope you do not feel that I have used you in this sense. I just knew that this was a way that you could help us being named the Bishop of Trayland. Well, no, I, I actually... I'm very pleased to be of help. I have to be honest. Uh, I have felt like I was supposed to be the healer of our group, and very little have I had an opportunity to heal. Um, and so it, it's actually, it, it's really encouraging to have something that I'm really contributing. So mm. uh, please, every opportunity you can, I would be more than happy to uh, help. Well... Reclaiming Aurora from the Ogres is the next largest step for our people. There are resources there that we can utilize to further gain ground for the Varican people. I need you back in Cardendale as soon as possible. Is that okay? Oh, actually... I just, I don't really want to see. Yes, okay, yeah, let's go to Cardinal <laughs> right now. Okay, and I Perfect. Just... Um, one second okay. before you go. I turn around like, yeah, I'm like hand on the doorknob, ready to walk out. A few things here. I want to trust with you all because I will be now taking troops to Morgill. I want to entrust to you and to the rest of the Rowdy Boys these treaties. This is now your assignment to somehow gain peace and end this war between these three monarchies. Okay. All right. So she takes out the treaties. There's a spot where King Ragnar of the Varican people once had signed it. She adds a note underneath, daughter of Ragnar, Queen Reina, and re-signs it, adding a new signature, a new claim to the treaties that would bring peace between Varahim 
Alpha Rahim, oh, wow. and Trayland. Knowing the value of these, I'm just kind of like super ginger with them. Mm. And That's um, Colleen's. <laughs> I'm a super ginger. <laughs> How long have you been here, Colleen? <laughs> Um, I just pop out of the closet <laughs> and I say, uh, zipping I, up my pants. I am a super. Oh, what the? F- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Do you have uh, something I can keep these in? That maybe something she en- she has like or? a she has a scroll case that okay. locks securely that she has been keeping them in as well because these are decades old, as I've yeah. said before. And you actually look and you see. Alvin King Valier, who mm-hmm. was Amron's father, was the last right. person to sign this. And King Athelstan was also the last person to sign this. He did want to take it back to have his council's approval. So there's a note there to have it approved by the council. But other than that, those were the signatures there. And of course, those monarchies have now changed to Alvin King Amron and King Aston. Mm-hmm. So she hands this off to you, trusting you. Mm-hmm. I bow. When, I, when she puts mm. them in my hand, I bow like three, four, five times, just so gracious to be trusted with such an important document. Because in my mind, like this is literally her only claim to the throne, right? I mean, like she is just given to me. Is the possibility of ending further bloodshed right. between these three nations. Right. So it's a, it's a, Big cool. <laughs> so I, I imagine you though with your You're like hammer arm, trying to get on your back or something, yeah. like slipping it on. You need a bookshelf attachment for your arm. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or a trapper keeper. What's that? Oh my gosh, Lisa Frank. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> uh, it's yeah, like a bu- but explain it to Micah though. <laughs> <laughs> like I a binder. Now there's going to be a trapper keepers no. in school, like the thing where you oh, can put all your it. notes and notebooks and pencils and stuff in. I had all. I didn't stuff. know that was called a trapper keeper. Yeah, I guess if you were born in New York. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, that got? Ohio. I Maybe it's, it's a northern it's thing. Probably because yeah. me and Brad are so young and you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! Oh, you might know. Uh, you hey, know what you, an abacus is, right? You're familiar with an abacus. You're familiar with the scroll, yeah. papyrus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. And a compass yeah. to us is something that you use to. <laughs> a compass. I, I decided that I didn't want to explain it over yeah. the mic, so I was just right. like, yeah. "Yeah, forget no, it." No, no, that's good. So, Colin, don't cut that. So Raina and her regal furs and everything. She's got the antler crown. She reaches behind her braided hair and she begins to unfasten her necklace which okay. is the symbol of the Bjornheim tribe just the bare paw she says i have one more favor to ask of you okay Thomas. yes could you bring this as a trinket to commander leon oh okay yeah is that is that cool you want me to give this to commander leon Yes, and I also wanted to um, ask your opinion. Yeah. I think I wish to ask of Leon his hand in marriage. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, you want my opinion yeah. on what? Well, you are close to him. He's now one of the rowdy boys. Right. And I think... He and I have had some experiences over the past time in Bjornheim. Oh, what? And I think it would be also a good uh, a symbol 
to the Trailender people. That's you know there's still a link to their culture and their. Oh right! It's yes. to help the peace treaty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's it's for the, the treaty. It's uh, it's uh, mainly for the treaty for okay, the kingdom. Yeah. Okay, and the, and yeah, the pe- well, my people. Totally, absolutely. You yeah. think I should go for it? Because yeah, I just I mean I wanted to ask you because I had seen that you and Finn had kind of, you know, I, I figured you'd have a something to say about romance. You know, I I have noticed it's, we have fi- we have kind of you and Finn. You know, yeah, yeah. You have a little you know chemistry. Oh, with my brother, yeah. Okay. Um, wait, do you know where Finn is? Okay, we'll just, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I do think it's a good idea uh, for you to talk to him about it. Have, have you guys even discussed marriage? I at least want to put the proposal on the table and maybe we could... Well, okay, that seems like, okay, I guess as I think about this, does anyone else know that the two of you are... A, a massive unit. <laughs> Yo, this no, is some hot tea. But I think that the, I think that those who are closest to me have been uh, shipping it. Oh, okay. Wow, I have been in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, um, yeah, I. I <clears throat> okay. Well. Um, I guess my answer is I don't know. Well, bring this message to him. Yeah, absolutely. Ask yeah. him and return uh, return word back to me, and uh, we hope the best uh, in in Cottondale and reclaiming Aurora. This has been a big victory for us. Thank yes, you. Yes, Taking Cottondale. Morgan. Okay. Before yes. Um, next to us is like, hey, Rory, I found this bear necklace. You want it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just before I leave, where where is Finn? He is uh, somewhere about here in Avondale. Uh, you don't happen to have an idea where... I mean, he could be in the castle keep somewhere. That is where he's been staying. Um, okay. His his room's uh, two floors up. Excellent. I'm going to... I've got to make haste and head to Cardendale, but I will stop by his place. Okay. Not that you needed to know that. I don't know why. I just... No, it's know. cool. Okay, now you know. It's cool. Okay, bye. And I walk out. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Rory, just as you're rushing into deeper into the forest, searching for Ayas, I'm not even going to give you a perception check. You just hear, <laughs> you see Ayas appearing with an elk on his back, the elk that he had initially attacked, and you see Lumen upon a horse with this strange, elongated humanoid creature on top of it. Okay, so you guys are galloping toward me like, Ayas, Rory, are you okay? I'm fine. Long story short, we got the elk. Who's that? That's... <laughs> This is Lumen. You remember Lumen Wait. from six months ago. And Lumen who? Lumen you. No, I'm Rory. Who was that? Lumen you as well. <laughs> Lumen face palms. Listen, even wait, though, even though gotta, I'm unconscious, I go. I'm going to cut to the chase. We, we ran into something in the forest. It was a monster. Yeah, we fought them too. You did too? Yeah, there's some dead ones back there. Me and Stone killed a couple. Kaloon says he killed some, but I think he's hallucinating because he passed out. Stone passed out. They're next to the fire. Berserker oh, no. Uba's getting ready to go. Are they okay? I don't know. I don't think so. We better go over to them quickly. Let's get back there. Okay. R- Rory, Lumen says, has anyone else been bitten by these creatures? Um, yeah. Kaloon was bitten. Um, some woman was bitten. And, uh, oh, I was bitten. Oh, boy. Um, oh, we, no. um, I feel okay. We need to make it back to Cardendale as soon as possible. Did you say that 
um, Uba. Yeah, was, that's uh, a stupid name, I know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys are getting ready to to march again because we cannot camp. We that's need what I told to him. Head like back. a minute ago. I said that to him. Yeah. Okay, let's go find them. Okay, okay let's so, get moving. So you guys gather with the Varican forces that are there. You regroup with the camp. You realize they're already loading wagons, getting those siege weapons ready. The bar- the baristas. <laughs> baristas? <laughs> Wait, they have baristas, but they don't have healers? <laughs> they prioritized a little strange. It's hot out. Yeah. Right, they need that. that espresso. <laughs> they need that extra warmth. His name's Keurig. <laughs> Keurig. Keurig. Frau Keurig. <laughs> so you guys start making your way quickly. It's it's at a jog. Uh, torches. We need torches. Let's oh. grab as many of them as we can. Okay, and I Perfect. just start grabbing every branch I could find and just staking them in the snow and just lighting them all for everybody to pick up. Nice. It was almost as if the camps hadn't been fully set up. And just imagine the chaos of 200 people going from quietly settling camp to now picking up camp and moving again. All the horses weren't even finished getting watered and all that. So you guys are now moving during the night. You're handing out torches, though, handing to everyone. Torches, and I shout, like, everybody stay armed. Guards around around the column as we go. We don't know if any more of these creatures are out there. Kowloon. You enter into a hell. <laughs> you are dead. One of them. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> What's up? Hell. What's up, bitch? I'm Satan. <laughs> What's up, fucker? <laughs> Kowloon, you... <laughs> You're in here with me. <laughs> I'm, being... I'm being Rorschach. Rorschach. Yeah. <laughs> That's Rory's full name, by the way. <laughs> Kowloon... You awaken. It is cold. You are within an ice cavern. The floor feels as if it is made of ice. You're laying flat on your back in this vision. My throat hurts as well. Nice. And so you look around you. There is a scepter, gold and black, seemingly like roots growing up to the top. The roots are holding this ice blue stone larger than your fist it is standing straight up in the middle of the room. You're about uh, 30 feet away from it. Okay. Well, this time I look around at other things. I'm okay. Like, yeah, the scepter. I've been there, done that. Let's look around and see what else is here. Give me a investigation check. 16. You are searching the walls, which okay. feel cold and are slick with ice. Where your wound is... You feel a deeper coldness, like more internally. Mm. And so it's kind of hard for you. It feels as if every pain, every wound that you have experienced is accentuated within this vision. So your leg, you're limping a little bit more. You're slower at moving. And when your arms go out, it's, it's more dreamlike state. You begin searching the walls You make it about halfway around the room and you step in a certain location and it feels as if that part of the floor is depressed about a half inch. (coughs) Um, I step in it. Okay. You step onto it and the scepter begins to glow a bright blue. And it says, I take my foot off immediately. You come back to my domain again. 
Well, that's not on purpose. I hope that you have begun to rethink your decision to run from my power. What are you talking about? I know the hate that runs through your veins. Did we establish a name for you last time? Because I'll just come up with one. You're probably not going to like it very much either. <laughs> when the time comes, you will know what to do. Know that there is a great power waiting for you if you make the right decision. Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, thank you. Uh, Tinny. <laughs> Tinny is your name now. <laughs> if you receive my power once more, do not deny it. Are you a god or something? As soon as you say, are you a god, the scepter turns and you see stairs begin to form right at your feet, knocking you unbalanced. You begin to fall down into the stairs deeper into darkness. The... Something like the Cave of Wonders. A diamond in the rough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get a genie! Oh yeah, from yeah. Landon yeah. Will Smith or yeah, Robin Williams. Um, I, don't, um, I haven't Shaquille seen the Will Smith O'Neal. version yet. Our <laughs> Kazam as Kazam, yeah. I found a beatbox or a boombox. Boombox. Yeah. Hey guys, Taylor here. I play Ias on this show. Thank you so much for listening. Andrew was our DM as always, Brad played Rory, Colin played Kowloon, and Micah played Telnius. Remember to keep listening. The rest of the episode will continue after these quick messages, and we're so glad you're here. First off, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, listeners, for all your support. We really cannot do this thing without you, so it's up to you guys to get out there and tell your friends about us. Tell everyone you know about us, your family, your coworkers, it doesn't matter. Just spread the word. If you haven't already, please rate and review us on iTunes and help us out. With that, thank you to reviewer Timmy T1779 for your kind words. If you want to hear your name on the episode, then head on over to patreon.com slash chasmquest, and there you can become a supporter. Also, thank you to all our continual patrons. Y'all are the absolute real heroes. Also, here's a little message from somebody who would like to say a word. Hello, Irene. Hello, Kurt. Thank you so much for your continual support. You are doing absolute wonders, and we appreciate you to the fullest. (laughs) Alright, cool. So, if you would like to hang out with us in person, we will be doing two live shows this year. Our first will be in Murfreesboro, Tennessee on the first weekend of July. We will announce more specific date and time as soon as more information is readily available to us. Our second show will be at Dralicon in Fort Wayne, Indiana, literally the next weekend, July 12th through the 14th. Find out more info in the description below or at ChasmQuest.com. Lastly, if you want to learn more about the world of ChasmQuest, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChasmQuest. Now here's a promo from our friends over at Halfway to Heroes. 
Then you can enjoy the rest of the episode. In a world where adventure awaits and danger lurks around every corner, an unlikely group of friends find themselves on the path to becoming heroes. But school will only get them halfway. Merlin, the human warlock barber guy. Oh god, no, I gotta buff his butt! No! Can I refuse business? Ubo, the turtle artificer. Well, it doesn't work yet, but uh, I'm working on it. Altrex, the discarded warforged paladin. I don't eat or sleep or wear clothes, so I just sit in the corner and wait. And Clyde, the Goliath barbarian in skinny jeans. They're called skinny pelts, okay? Find us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast by searching for Halfway to Heroes. Rory and Ayas and the Varrican soldiers, Lumen, along with Stone Cold and Kalun's bodies, are trekking and at a jog pace. Lumen with her horse is acting as scout. Every now and again, especially when you first start moving, they're finding more of these things, but they're able to take them out pretty quickly. No one else is bit during this time, but traveling through the night is very difficult and it gets much colder, even if you're traveling with those torches. Are what we in considered forest? Yes. Then we travel okay. Oh, nice. Why is that? At least the group with you. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I'm a natural explorer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Which means what? <laughs> Which means difficult terrain isn't difficult when I'm traveling in a group. It's just terrain, dog. Over the course of the night, roll me again those constitution saves. Rory calls these things ickles, by the way. <laughs> ickles? I, ice, like ice ickles. ickles. <laughs> I love it. That's cute. What was it? Constitution. Constitution. 23. And you're taking disadvantage, Ayas, because you've already taken that first level of exhaustion. But Rory just is fine. I don't think, yeah, you haven't succumbed to it yet. So what was your save, Rory? 23. 13. Yeah. You don't take any more levels of exhaustion, Rory. Again, you're good. You're very constituted. What's wrong with you guys? It's not even that cold. (laughs) A lot of the people, though, a lot of the Varrican soldiers on their way to Cardendale, you see some of them fall in the snow. Rory, since you're unaffected and you're able to keep that torch with you and you don't succumb to the cold, you're able to (laughs) You're able to quickly end them. (laughs) Coup de gras. (laughs) All right, keep going, guys. You're able to help them You're not coming back as one of these icicles. (laughs) (laughs) You're able to get them onto wagons or whatever they need. So it's a difficult trek, but you guys, after the end of the night, the sun is finally rising. At dawn, you guys come once again to the gates of Cardendale. Lumen is able to ride before the group, have them open the gates for you. Once again, Cardendale, there's a cliff behind. You guys are coming from the east, and so... You're actually going around that cliff. You're seeing the northern wall first. And as you guys hook around, you come to the front gates that face westward. The cliff, again, is about seven stories tall. It's where that sniper was mounted. And Lumen is able to have the gates opened for everyone to begin to fill in. They actually begin to make 
camps because not everyone can fit inside the walls of Cardendale. They fit as many people inside as possible, bringing in the wounded Colleen's body, Stone Cold's, and oh, Stone Cold. That's Stone such a, cold, cold. <laughs> Stone cold is oh, very cold, cold right cold. now. <laughs> Stone ice cold. Yeah. So the wounded are brought in first along with the leaders, Ias and Rory. You, do you choose to come in or do you want to stay out with the camps? They're making camps outside. Yeah. So whoever's responsible for that, I'm like, this is an awful idea. We'll put them on the roofs or something, but we got to get them into this fort. Yeah. Have you seen the things that are out here? Why are we camping outside? We should enter the gates. They begin to look and, and they say, I, this, is the, this is what Lumen had instructed us to do. I, th- I think that they are overrun inside. Well, they're going to be overrun outside if we leave these guys outside. Well, what are they overrun with inside? People. I don't say, I don't say that. <laughs> lettuce. Are you lettuce? allowing... Are, they're overrun with lettuce in there? <laughs> we have so much lettuce out here. Uh, hang out here. I'm going to go find out what's up. And I just bolt for the front gate. Do I you follow I follow ISIS. along. ISIS. Uh, <laughs> ISIS? <laughs> what? <laughs> Roy does follow ISIS, but that hasn't come into the story yet. <laughs> you follow Ias into Cardendale. Once you guys enter the gates, they're leaving them open in case of emergency. You see, once again, gray cloaks, and it's night, so most people are resting, but there are quite a few out in the center of everything. There, you can see this large fire pit, and there is a fire going for those rangers who are put on guard duty. As you're coming into the front gates, to your left was where the prison was, to your right was where the barracks and the armory were, and then right before you, behind this giant fire, is the feast hall of Cardendale. All the backdrop being that large cliff. It is dawn, and so a lot of the gray cloaks are just getting up. The Varrican soldiers have acclimated. You can tell this fort is not very large and is very full up. There are camps even within the Cardendale, like new tents from the amount of Varrican that had entered earlier. You see there is very little room other than this middle greeting area. You watch Ias and Rory as Lumen rides in. Giselle comes through the feast hall. She opens the door and comes out. She's been alerted that there's a large (laughs) force of people arriving out of the night. She rushes out. She is much more in winter gear, furs, those types of things. She sees you all, and then she looks up to the horse. Lumen has just come in, and she goes, oh, thank God, and embraces Lumen as she comes off the horse, and you actually see them kiss. She says, thank God you're alive. What is, what is all of this? And Lumen like looks out. You can tell she's blushing a lot. And she says, um, the, the Varrican forces are here. They are here peacefully. Uh, they need, um, look, it's Ias and Rory. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Our- and she kind of steps back into meld into the rest of the chaos that's happening. Uh, um, do you have a healer? Do you know, have you seen these ice creatures slash if somebody gets bit by them, uh, how do they get better? Oh, oh, you uh, have seen attacks from, from the Icelings? Yeah, check it out. And I show her my bite marks. Oh, okay. Um, bring in the rest uh, to the infirmary. Yes, we have a healer here who has um, been, uh, been working with others who have befallen this illness. How many are out there? 
How many what are out there? Of these the creatures that the people are turning into. We killed like, I don't know, a dozen, two dozen. What? I'm, I'm sorry, I was distracted. <laughs> well, there, there Wait, is a healer. Hey, no, I saw it too. You're talking about the... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm whispering that. To, I was like, yeah, I know. It was pretty crazy, right? Um, we gotta do- <laughs> I love that you. Did you see the. <laughs> you see the. <laughs> I, I, we'll get to I don't know how many are out there. We, uh, we took down at least four and then three more on the way. Okay. Um, that means there's more. Um, things have been chaotic here since you all have left. Last, uh, it's very good to see you, but please get all of your wounded into the infirmary. There is a healer, one of the Varrican, um, one who is close to Jarl Vega. And so do you follow that order to get them to the infirmary? Yeah, I actually say, as we walk away, I say to Ayas, like, hey, you get them to the infirmary. I'm feeling fine. I'm going to go up to that tower and make sure that there's none. There's no more of these creatures coming here. Yes, that sounds fine. Uh, you need to be treated as soon as possible. These... The wounds that is festering right now on you, you need to be treated. It's festering? It will continue to fester. We have watched this slowly happen multiple times. Okay. I mean, I guess, can you just have the healer stop by there? I mean, I want these other people need treated first. I'm doing okay. It will be quick. Please, Rory, for the sake of yourself, before you go up there, be treated All first. Right. Can you send somebody else up there? Maybe there is already, but... There is. I okay. will I'll send word to, to them. I'll go do what you're saying. Okay. And I go and I start carting people. Perfect. So there was only a few wounded. You guys bring Kalun's body and Stone Cold Jane Austen's body into the infirmary. Within there is Jarl Vega and a shaman of the Algorhim. They have this red balm. It has been made more into a paste. It's gritty, but when you sit down and you reveal your wound, same with Kowloon's body and Jane Austen's hands, this balm is put on and it feels like icy hot. You know, <laughs> it went from piercing cold to now it is a hot and it almost bubbles as it hardens on your skin reacting to this. Oh man, it, it like it went on icy to dull the pain and now it's hot to take it away. <laughs> That makes sense because you're Rory Shack. Because <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal did a lot of ice. Oh, oh, he did. Oh, he oh, did. God. Oh, that was awesome. That's twice that we mentioned Shaq. Yeah, Three pointer. So our newest uh, promo is Icy Hot. And oh, I sure hope so. Yeah. No, just Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> he needs promotion through us. Yeah. So the same reaction happens to Kowloon's body and also to Stone Cold's hands. Oh, oh man, I feel a lot better now. Why don't you wake up Stone Cold and, and have a conversation with her? I think we should... Wait, you're not even here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just let Stone Cold sleep. I'm going to wake Stone up Kowloon fly. over here. Kowloon, going from your vision, as you tumble deeper into darkness, at the very end, there seems to be this bright red light. And as you fall into that, you awaken to this burning sensation on your shoulder. Oh, what is that? <coughs> hey, welcome back to the land of the living, Kowloon. Uh, thank you. I had no idea I'd left. <laughs> yeah, how you feeling? <laughs> uh, sore. Uh, there's this uh, hot feeling that feels like it used to be a bit icy uh, before I woke up. Uh, 
my my <coughs> my throat's sore. Uh, that's crazy. But uh, but how are you feeling? I don't know. Tired, I guess. Friends, he uh, will continue to feel that way. Um, this is your Vega. I was like, wait, who are you? Your Vega again. Beard, kind of mohawkish hair, blue war paint that goes back like ram's horns. And he has a skateboard in the leather jacket. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. He's the coolest American you guys have seen. Yeah. He says he will continue to, uh, to feel this way. I remember you all. Welcome back. It seems uh, as if you have uh, <laughs> traded size? sides. <laughs> yes. We yeah. Have. Although it seems now that there's a there's an enemy that we can all fight against because have you seen those crazy those friggin' crazy creatures? Yes, and there is far worse within the city of Aurora. I am really? I am glad that you are all here. Lumen falls back into the chaos of everything that's happening, and she quickly writes up a message and sends it off with Autumn. For the first time in like six months. For the first time in a very long time, back to Avondale. Telnius, you had just exited the room where Reyna was in. So I go to Finn's room. I knock on the door. But I use my hammer, just like, douche, douche. It's pretty early in the day, and so you hear someone walk to the door. Standing before you with the door open is Finn Aurora. Finn, it, it's so good to see you. How are you? I am well. It is good to see that you have made it back safely from Morga. What, what word did you bring? Word of peace. Perfect. I know. I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. It was awesome. Can, may I please come in? Yeah. He kind of tears up a little bit. That, that is just such great news. Good job. Thank uh, you. Yeah, come in, please. Um, do you want some uh, some tea? I am uh, I am just finishing a, a gosh. I would love midday. I would love some tea, but I I really have to get going to Cardendale. I but I, it was important for me to to take a moment to come here and, and speak with you. Uh, can we sit down? Um, yes, my bed is the only place to sit. Is that okay? <laughs> okay. So he sits on the <laughs> bed, and I. Uh, I sit on the floor, uh, you know, next to the bed. Okay. Well, I mean, like across from him, so it's not like, you know, like we're crooning or anything to see each other, but... Yeah. Um, craning? Craning. Craning. Craning would be like, <laughs> I'm craning to see you, like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So let Colin edit that out. That was stupid. I don't want people to think I'm stupid. Oh, Colin's in the wardrobe still. <laughs> oh, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, so that I'm not craning. I sit across from him, but on the floor and not on the bed. And so I say... um, so I just gave the great news to your sister um, that uh, Galen and Morgan will be joining us and, and that we can see peace from them. And she said something that prompted me to have this discussion sooner rather than later. Hmm. Uh, wh- what is it? Well, first she mentioned, uh, and I pull out the bear necklace, and that she wanted me to give this to uh, Commander Leon because she's gonna maybe ask him to marry her did you hear that fucking hot goss i that (laughs) she did visit him a lot in the 
healers i know House i did of healing um, i didn't know that that's pretty cool i did not realize that that had wow you can really keep a secret <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah don't tell anybody okay <laughs> i'm sure it is fine i am her brother yeah. i'm sure it would have come up eventually <laughs> So anyway, I put the bear necklace in my, my uh, messenger bag. That is great news. I mean, in times of, of war and, and chaos, it is good to hear of, of love. Yes. Well, that's actually why I'm here. Finn, I want you to know I, I do love you, but I'm afraid I don't love you in the same way that I think you love me. Uh. He turns away, a tear in his eye, and he's trying his best to hide it, and he just kind of like quickly wipes his eye. Oh, um, I don't know. There was times when I thought I was losing you, and I think I realized some things about myself and how I felt toward you, and... I mean, I feel like I haven't had a chance to... Sh Listen, I... I have a very complicated past when it comes to discovering even my own sexuality. And I think it would be wrong for me to... to lead you on like this. You are quite possibly the closest and most intimate friend I've ever had. And I think that I may have communicated, or rather miscommunicated, those feelings to you. And for that, I am, I am so sorry. Because I do care about you. And I do love you. But I don't love you romantically I understand you don't need to keep saying it uh, <laughs> it's okay it's a lot of it was from me um, I suppose and maybe overstepping my boundaries with you I completely understand where you are coming from yeah let's um, just move forward i suppose um you're um how long will you be in avondale at that i stand up and i um i actually have to go i care for you finn i'll see you again and i turn away and leave as you are shutting the door you begin to walk down the hall and you just hear a burst of sobs as you exit the castle keep to leave you see autumn fly above avondal i shoot her down <laughs> fireball <laughs> and you see autumn go into the castle keep into the what they've been using as a war room mm -hmm. you also see Ilana in the main 
Market Square, mm-hmm. and she sees you and looks you over, and she says, "Hey, whenever you are ready, um, Alexis is is good to go. We can head towards Cottondale. Does that All sound right. good to you? Works for me. Let's uh, let's go. This time, as you're about to mount Alexis, you all of a sudden hear boots running across the Market Square." You look up and see Captain Abram coming toward you. Okay. Oi, Telnius. Cap- oh, Captain Abram. Hey. Uh, and I don't stop loading Alexis and, and getting on the yeah, horse. I'm ready to go. Listen, before you go, I wanted to say one last thing. Uh, I'm about to take a fleet of these here Verkin uh, out, to the sh- out to the sea, and we're going to kind of wrap around and try to come up the Southfall River to... Uh, to uh, Ben Iver. But after that, I'm going to be making my way back to the Lock Islands. I can't really deal with this cold, and we might be able to get more forces from them. It's a long shot, but I'm going to give it my best shot. I wanted to hand off to you these here coins. And he hands you four coins of the Lock Islands. A picture of Henry Locke is on one side, and on the back, there is a picture of a pistol, and it says above it, unity and depravity. Whoa. Oh, thank you. So, uh, well, great. I, I will uh, keep these safe. I've warned you once, once of the Shawlands. Right. I know that's where you're headed. Be safe. Tell the Rowdy Boys I told them to be safe. And if you're ever in the Lock Islands, you are more than welcome there. Well, hopefully you have more than one bed, because I'll probably be with my rowdy boys. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, safe travels to you, and good luck in Aurora. Thank you. Thank you kindly. I scoot up to the front and like grab the reins and like I'm I'm going without you, so you better <laughs> hop on. Ilana hops onto the front and you guys swiftly take off. Finn kind of pops his head out of the window to watch you one last time leave Avondale. I blow him a kiss. Oh fuck! No, oh, damn no, it! Why no, did what? they do that? Fuck! <laughs> so many mixed signals. <laughs> I'd like to think there was an awkward moment where they stopped talking. Telnius got on. But then Alana was still packing things up, and yeah. Captain Abram was just still standing there. <laughs> and they just weren't saying anything. <laughs> a half a day has gone by. Rory and Kowloon, you're feeling a lot better having been treated. You all are now, Ayas, Kowloon, Rory, are in a, like, a meeting of the leaders within the feast hall. There is Leon, there's Giselle, there is Jarl Erika, Jarl Vega, and also Berserker Uba. Giselle says in Trailender or Common, this has been a strange half of a year. Uh, This has been a strange 12 hours as well. It is good to see you all back. The Grey Cloaks greet you. I like your modifications there with the Winter Wolf pelts. It seems as if there's quite a bit to figure out from here on out. I will hand it over to Yal Vega, who has some information that he wishes to share with you all. Giselle sits back down, and Vega stands up. Last you saw of me, 
I was leading my people to seemingly overrun this outpost. It is because almost two decades ago, my city, the Verahim city of Aurora, capital of the Algrahim forest, was attacked by monstrosities that had not been seen for many, many years. We were overrun by a horde, an army of ogres. With them were the winter wolves, far numerous than the ones you saw here last time you were in Cardendale. The ogre that we fought here and the wolf that we fought here were two of the ones similar to that took over your hometown of said Aurora. That was a, what was left of a small scouting party. There were a, a multitude that had laid waste to Aurora when they came and broke into the city and defeated most of my people. Well, what about these ice creatures that we fought in the woods? Are they uh, partnering with them too? I assume it is the same magic that has bolstered these ogres. We had always kept the ogres from coming down from the forest, Persarhima, where the, the giant kin reside. You know, we had dealt with a few trying to make their way south, but we had always safeguarded the rest of Verahim from our, uh, from our city. But these creatures have been empowered imbued by something or someone. That same something or someone is also through these ogres creating these iceling creatures. We call them icicles. Oh, it that's is, a good name for them, Rory. Yeah, I, I like came that. up with that. I like it. Uh-huh. No matter what you call them, we have worked very hard to fight against it. So the evil that is coming from these humanoid creatures are coming directly from the ogres themselves. Sounds like what you're saying is whatever's controlling the ogres might also be controlling these icicles. Correct. And Hmm. the bloodstone balm that we have been able to make, which we do not have a lot left of, is the only way we've been able to fight against this magic. What do you need to make it? We have what are called the elic, the elder trees. The leaves of these trees can be crushed into a a paste and mixed with shards of bloodstone, old rune stones. There is a limited supply of these, though. But back in Aurora, there is a large supply within the forge there. Okay, so go to Aurora, kick the ogre's butts, get the bloodstones, wipe out the monsters, make more of these of the paste, bada bing, bada boom, we win. I wish it were that simple. Aurora that sounds pretty simple. Aurora has been overrun by these ogres. It will take an army much larger than you have brought here. At this point, Lumen speaks up. I just sent word back to Avondale to bring reinforcements, especially after seeing what's in these forests. We're going to need more people. The only people we need is one more. Once Telnius gets here, the Rowdy Boys will take care of your Aurora. Nice. So there are no more Elec trees. 
any, anywhere nearby. At the center of Aurora lays the Algrahim Elik, the elder tree oh. of this forest. Aye. We built the city around it, and it has been there since the city has been settled. Okay, so we sneak in. We got these gray cloaks. We're pretty good at breaking into cities. We just did it like a week or two ago. Oh, it's not a bad idea. Just break in, steal all the branches, maybe even cut down the tree, bring it here. There is Let's m- not cut down the tree. <laughs> okay, so we can, we can graft a piece off of it and then replant it here. Yes, that's, I'm sure we can find a seed or something. That we is, have a botanist we can bring with us. That is a bandage. We only brought baristas. <laughs> that is a bandage to the deeper wounds that are happening to this land. So we, we must rid the land of the ogres instead of finding a cure for the ogres' effect on the land. Hmm. Correct. That is just a piece of what's happening. It's a symptom. Well, there's one issue. We're not soldiers. We I do have, what we do, and we're good at it. I'm a we're, soldier. Oh, we're a little, most of us aren't soldiers, sorry. <laughs> I we're under, far too rowdy. <laughs> Ooh. I understand this. And because of this, I think I have a way of implementing you into our plans. Here is a map of Aurora. And he <laughs> unfolds a large parchment. You see a gate at the south. There is a gate to the west. Markings on the wall to the east. Watchtowers to the north. He points at different things. There you see the elec tree within the middle. There is also a palace and mead hall. You see the bloodstone forge. Over to the east, he points at the prison. I believe we will be... Retaking Aurora in three factions. We have the infantry, which will be troops on the ground, shield maidens and warriors that will be approaching the main gate. We can use your ballistas to bring down the gate and draw out the enemy. Along with that will be the second faction. More for the gray cloaks. We will build siege towers taller than any that have been built before. From this, snipers and access to the top walls will be gained. They can shoot down on the other side of the wall and in front of the main gate. The third group will be the scouts. They will be going to the Eastern Wall, which is where myself and the Vatican that I helped escape from imprisonment within Aurora had escaped. The wall was damaged there during the attack of the ogres many decades ago. If I know anything about the intelligence of these creatures, they will not have affected it or tried to repair it since. Well, surely their intelligence must be semi-high. I mean, they're actually keeping prisoners and keeping the prisoners alive? What kind of ogres are these? That is what we do not know. Maybe what... whatever power is, is controlling them and these creatures is also making them keep these prisoners alive. It sounds like there's someone behind the curtain. 
I was able to escape with a small group that are the ones who made it here to Cottondale. For many years, we were within the forests of Algrahim, fending for our lives, fighting against the Grey Cloaks and the elves of Elfrahim. We were surrounded on all sides. It is good to see friends from the other side. So you were there for a long time. Give us numbers. How many? How many ogres are we talking about here? Four, five, six. Six and a half? Seven? No, certainly not eight. No. There are well over 30 ogres within the city. This was a force large enough to take an entire city of Vatican soldiers. I have been haunted by this loss. Spirits be with us. Have the ogres ever been known to work together like this before? No. What do you know? So, okay. What do you know about whatever entity is controlling all this stuff? Any get? Does this? Okay. Answer that first question. Have they ever worked together? Yeah. No. Do you know anything about what this entity is that's controlling them? It is a guess. And I hope that it is not true, but based on the myths of our people, the power of Nordi or the power of Isvanya has reawakened in our land. Who? Who? What, what, about, what about Tinny? Have you ever heard of a god named Tinny? Is that what are you talking about? What? No, I do not. It's just a name that I heard. Do not once. know. Nordi was the god of the north back when the gods and men walked side by side. He had a lover, Isvanya, whom betrayed him and angered him. He slaughtered many of the gods during that time, but Isvanya was able to overpower him. He brought the first freeze in which the frost giants took over these lands and had a winter that would not end. We, of course, retook these lands with the help of Bjornsson, who was descendant of the gods and had driven Isvanya out. I mean, but these are myths, though. I don't know as to what truth lays in them or what form of this... This is a personal question. I just wanted to know, um, how long ago was Aurora taken over? 20 years ago. Twenty Around 20 years Were ago. Were you listening? <laughs> okay. It, just just <laughs> under. If, if we are counting exact um, harvest cycles, it was uh, 18 specifically. Um, another question. Do you think that the, um, what was it, the Crafters Guild has anything to do with this? They seem to be a recurring theme in our adventures so far, right? That's true. Yes, but I don't know. This seems like magic. They're, they're crafters who are scheming against us. I don't, I don't know. I know that, that uh, they are smithies within Elfrahim. Other than that, we, I mean, we used to trade with them and, and value their blades. But other than that, I do not know any more of them. Well, it looks like we're going to have to uh, devise a plan for 
which area you're going to have the Rowdy Boys infiltrate. I wanted to leave that up to you. Um, And some of the people begin to speak up. Vega says, myself and y'all Erica will be taking the scouts to the eastern side. With the snipers and ballistas, the gray cloaks and Lumen and Giselle will be leading that crew and uh, Uba, Leon, uh, and Shira will be helping lead the shield maidens on the ground. So that is how we have devised our plans. Which one's most dangerous? The infantry will most definitely be the most dangerous. I would. Uh, my vote's for the infantry. Well, I, I, I'm in. I say, I mean, one, I feel like we should wait until uh, Telnius gets here uh, to truly decide. But what if we do... Uh, a fourth option. What if we sneak in while everything is going on and steal all the supplies for the sick back here at camp? Well, again, that would be solving a symptom and not the cause. Well, I'm not, but if I'm the, not here to be this land's doctor. But if the objective uh, of the rest of what is happening is to take over the city, then we would also be getting control of the tree. Right, so I mean, which would that be is correct source of the medicine we would need. Yeah, but I like the idea of us sneaking in and doing something behind the scenes. Is there something else? Is there something else more relevant we could do? You know, just it, us as the rowdy boys. It sounds like you wish to be of the scouts who will hopefully break into where the wall is is uh, broken and the prisoners lay just there on the other side. We can hopefully arm them and have them help with. The overtake. Look, I'm in the mood to cause a lot of pain. A lot of ogre pain. So just point me in the right direction. And listen, you might have heard of me. My name is Lil Ari, the Harbinger of Death. I'm sure whichever section we're a part of, uh, it's going to go great. So put us in the most critical area, the most dangerous area, and we got it covered. It sounds like you, at least you three, uh, and... Leon stands and he goes, I, the infantry is where the rowdy boys will be found. No, we want the full grown tree, (laughs) not the infantry. No, Rory, infantry is a type of soldiers that it's a force that is at the front. That is where most of the rowdy boys will be found. Well, say, I do not like fighting your war for you. Just know I am with these two, and I am with Telnius. Yeah. Whatever mess you've gotten yourself into, if they get hurt in any way, there will be repercussions. I appreciate everything that you have done, that Erica and Uba have informed me of, and anything more that you do is obviously out of the, the grace of your heart. Yeah, interesting. Hey, I've got a question. Um, I was bit by one of those things. Am I going to get like ice powers here soon or something like that? The hope is that you won't get ice powers because that means that the the infection has gone deep within your body. Oh, oh, ice powers does sound pretty useful, though. It's not a bad pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd really like to get some ice powers. Maybe if you got bit uh, again... You could try that. Oh, well, we'll see. Oh. 
So we should take some of that medicine with us then just in case. Because I feel logic, like now that you've said that, he's going to do it on purpose. And I'd rather have it than not. Maybe if one of the ogres bites me, I can get ogre powers. You could get bigger. That's <gasps> true. Do you have any ogre medicine? No. I, it is all the same infection. <laughs> oh. Those who are bit by the ogres as well, as Lumen has informed us with Raj's body, are also infected with the same uh, magic. At well, this, I genuinely a, do want to get some medicine. That's something that my character is going to do. For it's sure. been a pleasure discussing all this with you. It seems like we've got a pretty good plan. Hi. Um, does so everyone... What are, you, what are you proposing? We just storm through the main gate? The rowdy boys? You... If you choose to be with the infantry, yes, you will be going up with the shield wall at the main gates. Right. The main gate it is then. Sound good? I'm, I'm fine with that. If that's the most critical and dangerous place, then I'm fine with that. I'm in. I'm with you too. 